Bitchok. Okay, well, this shit lights up, guys. How's it going, guys? Here's another small talk. We have another guest. Uh, Y'all didn't see this shit coming, right? Y'all think you only have artists up in this bitch, right? Hell nah, we got entrepreneurs up in this hole. Like, we got my friend here, Nicholas. It's our first day meeting each other, and we're just going to talk. You know, he's going to talk more about what he does and his trip from uh, Guatemala. He's over here from Guatemala for one week. He, I mean, he's, he's living a crazy life. Let's get to know him. So, Nicholas, you can tell us more what's, about yourself. Uh, what's up? I'm Nicholas John Bauer. Um, I'm originally from Wisconsin oh. and been traveling around doing yoga, music, art, all the things, and eventually ended up in Guatemala at uh, Lago Atitlan and helped build a retreat center there for the last couple of years and been sharing music through Kirtan, doing cacao ceremonies. Uh, where cacao is this beautiful heart medicine where it's got phenylethamine and theobromine in it and cacao. all these other beautiful chemicals to yeah. actually make the heart bigger. Uh, they're called cardiovascular dilators. So it literally expands the heart and gives us this like really right. nice euphoric feeling. That's crazy, man. It's yeah. crazy because I heard that shit in Joe Rogan. They're, they're talking about how yeah. uh, some guys are using cacao to get high. Like it's like the new MDMA. Totally. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a very subtle medicine. Uh, it's not like you know, not like hardcore. Yeah, 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 not like you do some Molly yeah, and like oh, I'm rolling right. or anything like that. Uh, cacao is just this really subtle thing, and then when we use intention with it, it's amazing uh, how far we can go. Just like when we're uh, smoking a joint or something else like that, and we're like, you know what, I'm gonna allow this to take me to a certain spot. It's a lot easier to get there than it is to just do it without any thoughts. Right. That's crazy, man. I like, so like over there, do you get the cacao? Like, is that like, um, you get it from ground? What is it? Like you grow yourself? Uh, so the cacao I bring is a woman's collective right at the lake where I'm at. And it's all picked, processed and uh, put together by this collective of women. And it's got this really beautiful, uh, I, I like to tell people it's like getting a hug from grandma mm. when you drink it. It's just like that, mmm. see. <laughs> That's funny. So uh, it's, it, it's a, it comes in this paste that we usually chop it up and like make it into uh, some kind of hot beverage. Right. And then sit around, uh, you know, talk about our intentions and where we want to go with it. And then either sing or dance or uh, journey with it right. some other way. When, when did you move to over to Guatemala? Uh, I've been there for the last uh, almost four years. Uh, I stay there for about four or five months out of the year, and then I travel the rest of the year. Okay, so did you plan to move there? Did you already have? Did you no, plan everything? No, man. Uh, I had a yoga studio in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. And uh, I just kept getting this call, like, I should just. I think it's time to travel. Like, I kept getting these opportunities. Right. People were like, hey, man, like, we'll pay for you to travel with us. Just, we want you to come. I'm like, okay. And then finally, uh, I had this opportunity, and I was like, the only thing holding me back is this box right. in Wisconsin that I own. So I was like, fuck it. And I closed the door and just walked away uh -huh. and ended up meeting some somebody in Mexico where 
we wanted to do mushroom yoga retreats. Oh. And uh, mushroom yoga retreats. Blending sure. mushrooms with yoga because for me they were such amazing teachers. Right. And when I did, uh, when I took mushrooms, I had all these understandings. And then I started training in yoga, and it was like, holy shit, they're talking about the same things that I realized right. when I first done mushrooms. So I was like, yeah, I've always wanted to bring them together. I met somebody, they're like, yeah, let's go do it in Guatemala. I know the place. Mm-hmm. We set it up, and we did it, and it was awesome. And then I really got to drop into this place uh, in San Marcos, in mm-hmm. uh, Lake Etilan. And I was like, okay. So we started building this retreat center, and uh, just... I fell in love with the uh, the fabrics that are there, and right. I started making my own clothes, which got me to here right. in Austin. You made uh, your own clothes? Yeah, I make uh, velvet uh, onesies, like right. jumpsuits oh, and stuff yeah. like that, because it gets cold in the mountains. Right. And, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you want to see more of those magical, yeah, we'll put your link. You know, like it's it's dope. Uh, but they're all one of a kind, uh, just because the textiles are all hand woven and they like weave stories into the weaves. Uh, uh, like okay. these weaves will like tell the story of their family and like all sorts of other stuff like that. So mm-hmm. like I like pairing these with these like really comfortable fabrics to help people feel comfortable no matter where they're at. Oh, that's awesome, bro! Like how the f- <laughs> how did you think of that onesie? because uh, I always wore onesies because like uh, when. When I when I'm cold, you yeah. know, I want to be in like pajamas and like right. warm stuff, and I'm like running a retreat center, so like I don't have to dress up nice or anything like that. Like me wearing a onesie right. around all day is dressing nice, and everyone at the retreat center was like, "Damn, dude! Like I wish I would have brought one, or like I Damn. want one, and all this other stuff." I was like, "Well, shit, dude! I should just make them." You know, there's like tons of really good tailors uh-huh. and all that stuff there, so I was like. Fuck it. So I started making them, and they've been selling as fast as I can make them. Like, I brought a suitcase here to Austin, yeah. and I sold them all in, like, three days. So I'm going to be back here in April. In April. Yeah, because I got to go make more. <laughs> Damn, that's awesome. Man. So at the retreat, did you pay to stay there? Like, how, was, how did that I work? Was, I was, uh, helped, I helped start this retreat center. Like, so, like, I was... Okay. Uh, they were building it, and they asked you to go in. Yeah, we, uh, we came together, we met, and it was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to help you build this thing. And, okay. uh, yeah, for the last three years, built up this really cool spot, and then... It was uh, time for me to move on and uh, just really dove into making these clothes. And then it was Mm. like all these opportunities and I had uh, a bunch of people who wanted to order them. And it was cheaper for me at that point to just come to Austin and ship them out from there than it would have been to try and like drop ship individual orders. Right, from over there? Yeah. So I was like, well... I got a bunch of friends in Austin. Mm-hmm. I've never been here before. You've never been? Is this your first time? First time in Austin. Damn. Like, yeah, I, I really love this city. It's really beautiful. Oh, awesome. Definitely going to come back. What part of Austin you say you've been at right now? Do you remember or no? Well, I don't know. It's by Trippy Tacos. Oh, by Trippy Tacos. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that, Taco. that's, how, that's how I met your boy over there. Okay. And I was like, he's like, damn, dude, those pants are hot. I was like, yeah, I make up. And then uh, now I'm here. So, damn. Uh, <laughs> damn, damn, man, it's crazy how like those how like um just how life you know how it lines up you know the past totally. all of it just like just came together like this you know what I mean like in a thread synchronicity synchronicity yeah. right yeah that's crazy so and also um you were talking about like in these retreats you you where do you get these mushrooms from like 
you uh, provide them at the retreat or what kind of retreat uh, is it yeah in guatemala they were there and it, it was just easy because uh, there it's kind of like this gray area with it because right. it's still a big part of their culture right uh it's really crazy because the only things they really care about there is weed and nudity and nudity nudity and weed like you'll get really fucked with by the police by for weed or, or nudity but everything else they don't really care it's really it's really weird damn yeah that's crazy and i think mexico just legalized weed or decriminalized it or something like that and i was like okay well that's cool and guatemala is right next to mexico so right. i was like well hopefully it just like comes out Keeps, keeps going down. Really. Yeah, it keeps going down, you know, because it's... Uh, I heard it, is it dangerous over there? Like, close over there? Dude, I grew, I lived in Chicago for oh, a while. Oh, was so I? Like, somebody got shot right outside of my apartment one time. And, like, I don't know, people have been attacked with machetes and stuff before. Yeah. But it's just, like, for the amount of violence that's there, for, like, comparatively, like, yeah. I don't think it's that bad, like... Come here, it's I not think, that bad, right? yeah. No, like, uh, and the people are super sweet. That's like, awesome. walking down the street, like, everyone's like, Buenos dias, you know, like, all this That's stuff. awesome like, life, man. And you're like, like, you walk around down the street down here, and you, like, say good morning to somebody, and they're like, oh, and they just, like what the fuck, what the fuck, fuck are you talking about? I don't, I don't know me? you. Like, you're like, okay, <laughs> not, uh, sure. Right. Not, like, what? That's crazy. So, so you got the shrooms there, and then, like, so you said you did yoga, right? What yeah. kind of yo yoga did you do? Kundalini uh, yoga so and stuff like that? I, I teach a blend between kundalini, hatha, and qigong. Mm -hmm. uh, it's to open up all the meridians and get all the energy flowing. Right. So that they can be as flowy and present as possible. Okay, and then, like, so tell me more about, like, so whenever people are, are, you know, in that retreat and, like, are they doing yoga first and then, like, do the shrooms? Or how do you, like, how does that work part? When I would hold ceremony, mm -hmm. uh, we would drink cacao and eat mushrooms at that moment and set our intentions for the space. And right. then we would do, like, a little bit of self-massage of, like, opening up the body. You're right. On yourself? Yeah, just, okay. just touching just like ourselves and be mm -hmm. like, okay, like, thank you, body. Like, this is awesome. Like, right. You, you're so good to me. Like, I appreciate and I love you. And then need um, about a 20 to 30, uh, especially mushrooms. Right. It's, I feel it's really important to make sure that our tune is proper. Because right. if we're in like a shitty session, uh, like environment or something right. else like that, it's just going to be like, oh man, this isn't going to be so fun. Like, right. it, it's set and setting is so important for everything. It is, right. Like, same thing with like smoking weed. It's like you don't want to go like sit out front of a police station in a place where <laughs> right. it's illegal and be like, all right, man, I'm just going to smoke this and it's going to be cool, right? Yeah, right. like no one's going to care. Right. Probably going to be a little paranoid and like all this other stuff if we did that. Mm -hmm. So it's really about setting the space in that container and then moving and moving with breath using a hypnosis techniques okay, and different breath to set the tune. And then usually dance or singing mm -hmm. is how I like to, once people are up and fully into the medicine and dance and really just dance. Are y'all like in the, are y'all together? Are y'all, it's like a bunch of people together? Yeah. I mean, I, I hold space for one-on-one -on -one all mm -hmm. the way up to, I've done groups of like 55 people at a time. Mm, okay. And you say when they're dancing, do you let them go out for free or do you have some stuff you can show them first when, you know, or no, like, man, just let, let move through what, what uh -huh. wants to come. Like, right. I, like I said, that first 20 minutes, there'll be some movement, uh -huh. like guided movement. Uh, and then once we do the meditation, yeah. 
open their eyes and the dance music hits and oh, then they're like well, is it like music everywhere or like drums or what is it like uh it depends, depends. Uh, i've done a lot of different ones where it's live instruments and mm -hmm. a live band right. down to djs doing some right. basic wompy stuff to like all all in between you know <laughs> what kind of people do you attract with those type of retreats uh a lot of international people very global people okay. how uh, do they find out um word of mouth like uh san marcos specifically it was a place where uh it's just a big hub of people that are looking for a deeper spiritual practice mm. healing or seeking something right and medicine especially plant medicine is something that they usually are attract attracted to and drawn to mm. that's, that's fucking dope man that's something i really want to try yeah man uh is, how much does it cost to go under like to go and like do the retreat from here it's super cheap to get to guatemala yeah. like uh uh from Austin, I think it's like some, I think like next month it'll be like 50 bucks for a flight. And, and how much is the retreat there? Uh, it depends on what you're doing, you know, like uh, some retreats can be like 100 bucks a day, mm. some can be way more, some can be way less, like they have, at one spot on the lake they have dark retreats where Damn. you just sit in a dark room for like a Ooh, week. A week? Like, yeah, like, like no no light no, no like nothing just silence and in darkness for like a week you know and and then there's some where it's like you're meditating in pyramids and then there's some where you're pyramids. fasting for a crazy amount of time or in silence or like there's all sorts of different things going on there so Damn. it depends on what you're looking for what you're called to right and you done have you done all of them not all of them. I've, okay. done, I've done some. Uh, which is your favorite? Or like, which is the most, I guess, the most you think about? Uh, I just love going uh, mm -hmm. because it's also a hub for all these people that want to put out their different offering. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I tell people, like, if there's something that you want to do, make a flyer, put it up, and set a date. You right. know, and get a space. And right. I think that's so like with anything in the world, so it's like, okay, instead of just talking about what you want to do, mm -hmm. just fucking do it. What, you know, like, saying, right? who cares if nobody shows up for the first one? Right. Least you put their stuff together and went out there and did it. Like, you guys right here, like, I show yeah. up here, you got a full studio going yeah. on, you got people running the show and yeah. all this stuff. It's like, there's tons of people I know, they're like, oh yeah, man, I'm going to start a podcast, I'm going to do this thing, and all this other stuff. And they don't do shit. They, they never, they never yeah. do stuff, right? And it's like, and that's why I like that. You know, you just fucking do it because at least you have a starting point. Yeah. Like at least you know where you're starting from. You know, at least because people don't want to do it because they're lost. You know, they don't know where to start. They don't know where to start from. You know, they you gotta do it, and then from there on, you have a starting point. You have your base, and they, you at least there's there's only one way up, one way to go, and that's up. You know. Yeah. But uh, that's fucking crazy. You were talking. You're talking about ayahuasca. That's something I really... Yeah. I actually, like, dig... The first time I uh, uh, learned about ayahuasca was when I was in high school. I was a senior. And I was, like, learning about it. And I was learning about Peru, you know. And I, like, that week, one week ayahuasca, you know, how you do yoga in the morning and you fast, you know. And then you do, like, those, you do like two ceremony retreats within that period of time. You know, I was learning all these, like, things. And I was like, damn, man, I always wanted to do it. And then people are like... Well, like, people are always say the same thing, like, you'll be ready. You know, you, you know when's a good time. You know what I mean? You know whenever... You need it, you know. It's gonna come whenever you need it. And I, I was kind of like so arrogant. I was like, man, I kind of want to do it right now, and I kind of do it right now, you know, all that kind of stuff. 
But like now I'm just like I guess something right it's just it will come to me whenever I need it or whenever I'm seeking it I'll go for it. Like you said, I, I'm seeking it, I'll go for it. Why not? Absolutely, man. That's that's how it worked for me. Like uh, when the movie The Spirit Molecule Oh, The Spirit Molecule, Molecule came out, yeah. I was like I want to do that. Like I, I I've been wanting to do it for I don't know 10 plus years. Right. Like ever since I came I don't even remember when it came out, but I was like, dude, I want to do that. And I knew that it was one of those things that it was just going to be the right moment and it was just going to come. And uh, last year, person that serves is a good friend of mine. She's like, hey, it's come through that I'm supposed to offer it to you. And I, was like, I was like, yeah, I'm so yeah. open. Like, when, when do you want to do this? And her date was like the day before I was leaving. So I was like... Because <laughs> I was coming back here for doing some work and uh -huh. stuff, and I was like, I don't feel like one like getting on a flight the next day right. is the best way to do this. Right. And she's like, yeah, no. Uh, and then next year, like it lined up. She came to my retreat, and a good friend of mine yeah. was also holding space for it. So I was like, yes, this feels like totally in alignment. So I sat for two nights and two nights yeah very very powerful um and she was really gentle with me like right. a lot of people have like deep purges right. and all this other stuff and okay. the moment i drank it like, yeah. Holy it just was like and just like totally integrated into my body yeah. and uh, it wasn't like this crazy trippy light show or anything it was just like these stories that i got to watch again and right and like this movie and like a lot of a lot of gratitude and then a lot of things that it was like I was beating myself up right. over like yeah. oh why would I why was I doing that why was in that shitty relationship for so long why was I you know doing that like all those other stuff and then having a lot of compassion for myself right. and you're like it's like you know what yeah. thank you for those opportunities thank you for those lessons right it's like a teacher like they say mother mother ayahuasca mm -hmm. you know mother tierra yeah, it's like yeah, yeah it's like a, it's like your mother telling you like you know what's actually you know the problems you're in life and you know that it's kind of crazy you know kind of like explain it because people like it's kind of really hard to explain like psychedelics and stuff like that and like it's kind of like i kind of just forget about it i just i just tell them what i got from her and then from there on, like at least they can have like their thought you know their imagination do the rest but what i you know i just tell them what i got from it and what i learned from it is, of course you know i just want to be a better person at the end of the day you know I, I, and also like you're also looking for that Whenever after I do it, it's kind of like it's like kind of like therapy, you know. After I do it, it just feels like I have so much weight out of myself. Totally. Like I just feel so clean. I'm like fuck. I'm a di way different person. I'm just like god damn. Like that's me, but just I'm just feel so clean right now. I feel so fresh. I feel just like I can just. I'm just like love. You know. I just love everything. You know. Love is basically everything for me. You know. I'm like fuck. You know. And I just something powerful. And I, I just don't like. I, said, I just want kind of like. I really don't want to do like Huesca, but I feel like of course that will come to me later on. But I've done, like, DMT, but synthetic DMT. And that's, like, the closest I've done. But it's nothing like ayahuasca where you stay, like, the whole night and you do, yeah. like, the whole ceremony. And that's something something beautiful. I feel like, some, you know what I mean, we all have to experience it. Rather than just, like, taking it right, right away in your mindset. Like you said, your tune mindset. You're probably out of tune and you're just taking it right away. Because whenever they offered to me, I was, like, it was, like, normal day for me. And you know, my friend just had it. And we yeah. did it inside a car. <laughs> you know, so I was, like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I just like things you learn things like that, and but uh, I don't know. I just went off with that kind of shit because I, I think uh, psychedelics is really important. And do you follow maps? Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, on Instagram. I I mean yeah, that's and that's uh, like your story about the DMT is totally why I wanted to do uh, mushroom yoga yoga retreats is uh -huh. because 
like when I first did mushrooms and like all like all those stuff when I was younger, it was in like a party setting right. and like all this other stuff. And then I like really quickly realized how powerful it right. can be. And for a long time, I was scared of them, and I didn't do, I didn't touch it for like five years. Mm. So I was like, that shit's crazy, man. Like, right. I like I don't I don't want that in my experience. And then. My friends, uh, some of my friends were like, hey, this is how we do it. Uh -huh. And took me to the right concert. And we're like, you know, it was just like this really beautiful, loving environment and like all all the things. And it was just like, wow, yes, like I understand like all of these deeper lessons. Right. of Like we're all connected and we're all love mm -hmm. and like all this beautiful stuff. And then it just it got me to be friends with it again, be friends with my mind and right. my heart so that I could go deeper into these higher states of bliss. Damn, that's crazy. And like, it's always, and you always kind of feel like you're always something, learn, you're always learning something new every time. Cause every time, I don't know, but every time I do like shrooms and like, uh, I do them, you know, and I learn my lesson. I'm like, fuck, I learned a good lesson. <laughs> and then like, and then the next time I do, I'm like, like I, 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 for some reason, I'm just like so arrogant. I'm like, okay, so this is how it's gonna be, you know, this is it's gonna be like this. Cause this is how it was last time. And then whenever I do shrooms again, you know, psychedelics, I'm like, fuck. It's not, you know, it's not, it just treats, you know, it kind of knows, like, you're kind of waiting, it knows that you're setting up for it, so it's not going to give you what you're expecting, and I'm like, fuck, you know, it's always going to give me what I'm not, like, what I'm not expecting, but what I need in yeah. life, and it's just fucking crazy, you know, because I just know, I can't see that, because, like, different, like they say, whenever you're doing psychedelics, it opens different types, uh, parts of your mind, and, you know, in your brain, which you don't use whenever you're, like, in a, I guess, in a, in a normal state of mind. Totally. So you don't see different types of sense. Different senses are not open, so you can see different types of stuff. So I, I think that's just a crazy thought, you know, about about mushrooms and like psychi any type of psychedelics, like LSD, you know, like MDMA, peyote, and I, it's um um um. The cactus, I forgot the cactus. San Pedro. San Pedro, yeah, like yeah. San Pedro. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the thing is like uh uh. You went like kind of into mushrooms for a little bit, and it just reminded me of um, like how many uh, like how many grams of mushrooms have you done? Uh, well, the most in one sitting. The most I've done it was like, I think it was more. It was five for sure, but okay. I, I think it was like a little bit more than five. Okay. But I know it was for sure five. Okay, cool. Uh, um, and and you've done less than that. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. And have you noticed like how diff uh, how different the experience different. is? So uh, I forgot the guy's name, but he's like this huge black guy from mm. Africa. And he's mm. talking about how um, mushrooms are like our God-given birthright. Because right. as we were animals looking for food, we would follow the herds of cattle looking for food. They and they look on the ground and they grow from the shit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, mushrooms. So you eat them. When we eat between 7 uh, to 10 grams of mushrooms... That's the doorway. Right, that's like the doorway. So, like, um, anything below that, it, you're, like, playing in the water. That's right. That's what and, I keep telling and, everyone. I'm like, bro, yeah. like, five ain't nothing. I'm just, like, I'm waiting, trying to do ten for sure. Because yeah. I know five ain't nothing. I'm like, when I, when I was doing five, I was, like, kind of, like, oh, like, almost there. It felt like, a, like you said, it kind of felt like you were almost there, but you weren't. It was kind of like everything was shaking. It was, yeah. like, kind of like you are going to get there, but I didn't end up getting there. It, but it was hardcore, you know. I was like, "Fuck!" But I knew there was more to that. Yeah. So that's why I kept telling people, like, "Bro, they gotta do more." Like, but of course, you know, I mean, do what it do. But I, for me, I'm like, I gotta do more, you know, and I gotta really learn. I gotta really see what what's really out there, you know, from from my, you know, my life.
my perspective. Because I worked my way up to 20 grams. God damn. So how did you uh, do it? You ate them all? Or? Yeah. So I, I sat with uh, like Jesus. when I was like you're waiting to say that <laughs> when I was like uh, in my uh, when I was like 22 or 23. Yeah. I ended up eating seven. Uh, and uh, in this guy talks about that's when we get like the magic powers mm. uh, of like being able to see super far. And I remember when I was younger, like when I was watching this, we were sitting on a bench in the park somewhere. And I remember like seeing across the field and seeing this blade of grass and then an ant like crawling on the blade of grass. Damn. And I could see it like perfectly clear, like it was like right here. And I, he talked about that in that video. And I was like, oh my God, he's totally right. Like, yeah, seven grams is totally the doorway because underneath that, it's like standing on the shore of 3D, right? And like dipping your toe in in uh, 5D, mm -hmm. and just like trying to hang out there for like right. four hours. And like so it's like it hits in waves, and uh -huh. we're like, "Whoa, this is crazy! I can't handle it." So when I can speak to my own uh, experience of when I went past seven grams, it was like diving in. Mm. Like the come up was a little rocky and rocket ship ride. But once I was in, it was like, oh, okay, I can navigate this. It wasn't like trippy hallucinating right. or anything else like that. It was like super crystal clear. I could see things super far away and like all this other stuff awesome. and like really clear conscious uh, communication mm -hmm. with other people. Uh, yeah, just like super magical shit. Dude. Right. Super magical shit. Super magical, man. Uh, magical as fuck, as I like to say. Like, it's just... Magical shoes. Yeah, dude. That's where they got their name <laughs> because it reminds us of how powerful we really are. Our mind. Yeah, and everything. Just need, like, you, all you need is a little chemical to switch up something. It's like you need a psilocybin to switch up something in your brain. Well, the thing is, is like I've... Um, I did that 20 grams and then after that it definitely changed my brain in mm -hmm. a lot of ways of like now I don't I don't need to take them anymore right. to like uh, and actually like I can just smell them and I can feel the neuroplasticity Damn. in my mind just go and it's just like my whole brain is just open right and I've taken mushrooms since then but it's like uh, It'll uh, unless I'm taking like a big dose like that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't like people. A lot of my friends will microdose all the time, and I'm like, I just I don't need to do that anymore. Right. Like the benefits from microdosing, I just have those all the time now. You just fucking went all the way. Yeah. Like, uh, and I worked my way up to. I went from a seven, then I took twelve, and then I took twenty. So you just ate them all. Yeah, I, I did three different times. Oh, uh, I, I tried that three different times. And then, yeah, one day it was like seven in the morning, woke up, put them in, or ground them up, put them in water and just oh, you put them chugged in water it. And chugged it. I w next time I do it, I would definitely make it a tea. tea. It, was just, it was just cold water. You just put them in a tea and dance that whole up. Yeah. Take a shot. Yeah. And uh, that I would definitely recommend that for next time because the uh, all the viewers get yeah, it, it was, it was a little way. rough on the stomach. Otherwise, tea is the way, bro. And then with cacao as well. Like oh, usually cacao. doing it with I've cacao because uh, the heart opening aspect, mm. it really helps for keeping that vibe. It's very earthy and mm. you know it's. I, I highly recommend cacao you, with mushrooms. So the cacaos you get are they like can you 
Are you are they available online and stuff like that or what? Or the only is I mean you can get uh, yeah you can get cacao anywhere, anywhere. like what it's kind of cacao home. do you recommend like is I, there like I always, all the same or what? I mean it's not all the same definitely mm-hmm. not. Okay. Um, the the main thing with cacao is if you're getting raw cacao is to not put it in boiling water like oh. uh, because you'll lose all those really nice chemicals like mm-hmm. phenylethylene and three bromine at around 108 degrees. Mm. So you want to keep the water below that. Like basically just like warm water uh-huh. would be totally fine. Warm water. You know, actually just like putting it in a blender and blending it up and that'll be enough, really. Shit, I'm yeah. going to try that. <laughs> I'm going to try that for sure, man. <laughs> Fuck, but I mean, shit, that's crazy, man. But I guess that's all the time we got, bro. Oh, this is perfect, want, man. Do you want to like, Say something. Say something. Yeah, dude. Um, we're all magical as fuck, uh, and my my mission here is to help remind people that more than any other being in the entire universe, we deserve our own love. So just loving yourself fully, uh, without expectations or attachments to anything that we do. Mm-hmm. So when we're in that place, we know how to love ourselves, and we know how to love other people and the earth. I truly believe that self-love, true self-love, is what can change this whole world. Uh, If you want more information about the art that I'm creating, magicalaf.org or Nicholas John Bauer on Instagram. Uh, Follow me and see the art. Get get the cool clothes. Sing music with me. Yeah, it'll be fun. Hell yeah, bro. And also, guys, don't forget, every Monday we come out with a new small talk show. We post that shit on YouTube and also Anchor, audio version. On Wednesdays, we got the small talk with a guest, any kind of guest artist, any guest person. We have that coming out. And also, we have a podcast. You can find that on Anchor, uh, Spotify, and also Apple Podcasts as well. And Fridays and Sundays, don't forget, YouTube, we have our vlogs. We posted one on Sundays. Link below. And that should be fucking it. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it, man. Fuck yeah. All love, bro. Much love. Come on, motherfuckers. Turn that shit. Thank you.